Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Welcome to Edge Talk Radio, everyone, where we give voice to the soul of the Edge magazine. We have a special show today. We're going to be talking to the Twin Cities Pig Anacon. Uh, We're also going to be talking to the uh, producer of the Twin Cities Psychic Symposium. So if you're not familiar with the Edge magazine, you'll find us monthly in print at various locations in Minnesota and the upper Midwest. Uh, You almost you can read us from all over the world in our digital issue along with all of our articles and many, many more at edgemagazine.net. You can also listen to a lot of our podcast archives and we go back with our uh, articles until since we started in 1992. So there's a lot of good information. So visit www.edgemagazine.net. So without Further ado, my first guest today is Lori Froberg, who is the Marketing and Public Relations for the upcoming Paganicon, uh, which is a Twin Cities Pagan Conference, which is going to be March 16th through 18th. We're also going to be talking with Shane Orthman, who is an artist, storyteller, and spiritual leader, who is also going to be introducing us to some of the other speakers. So I would like to bring them on now. Hello, I hope I have everyone. You have I am Hello. here. This is Lori. Hi, Lori. Mm. How are you this, this morning? I'm great, Kathy. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for coming on, and thanks to everyone for coming on to talk to us and give us some more information about the upcoming conference. So, Lori, basically, can you tell us the basic information? Where is it going to be? When is it going to be? how to get tickets, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, I just want to confirm, do I have everybody on here? Is Shane and Robin and Daffy on? Robin's here. Shane is here. Hello? Can you hear Can you hear me? This is Daffy. Oh, hi, Daffy. Okay. Yep, everybody's here. Gra- okay. Great. I just want to make sure there wasn't any problems. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, Pagan Anacon is a three-day conference. As you said, it's being held March 16th through the 18th at the Doubletree Park Place Hotel in St. Louis Park. Um, Paganicon is organized by Twin City Pagan Pride and a host of volunteers to provide an educational and social venue for pagans, Wiccans, heathens, druids, and people of other folk, craft, indigenous, or magical traditions. Now, if you come to the conference, you can attend workshops and panel discussions on a multitude of pagan-related topics from very knowledgeable speakers from all over the U.S. and Canada. Um, You will learn something new, find find sources of inspiration, and share in discussion with like-minded folk. Um, You will also be able to participate in many rituals that are happening throughout the weekend. We include in our ritual lineup an opening ritual, 
and this is an opening ritual. In fact, the people that are coming on with me today are working on that, um, and they'll talk a little bit more about that. But it's comprised of many voices from throughout the pagan community. It serves as a bonding moment for our community, regardless of tradition, and a way to delve, to delve into a magical and an intentional mindset for the rest of the weekend. The schedule for the workshop and the rituals are posted on our website, um, Twin City Pagan Pride, and a handful of pagan community groups will also be hosting party rooms throughout the weekend that provide a welcoming social space for all our conference attendees. They are a perfect place to hang out and make new friends. We have a theme for Paganacon 2018, and that is Fire and Ice. Many people will use that theme to inspire them in creating costumes and decorating their hospitality suites and party suites. We have an uh, the um, the the uh, Friday night concert, the Equinox Masquerade Ball on Saturday nights. There is also a Friday. Um, there's also the art show called the Third Offering, the Sacred Space Gallery. Artists from all over the U.S. will be displaying and selling all types of visual media. The art gallery is free and open to the public, and the vendor room is also free and open to the public. You'll find everything you would want to shop for, so stop by and bring your friends and have a good time. Wonderful, wonderful. Lori, I have a question for you. How long has... (laughs) The has Paganicon been uh, doing this each year? Well, we started in 2011, and um, Twin City Pagan Pride has actually been in existence since 1998. Uh, we actually host two events. One of, the, one of them is this event, Paganicon. It's, a, it's our spring event held every March. And then we also host a the Fall Pagan Pride Day event, which is held every September. Um, and we are entirely volunteer-run. We rely on many people to make the event a success. Um, but our first year in 2011, we had 140 people attend. Our second year, we ne- we nearly doubled that amount to 263, and we've increased around 20% almost every year since. Now, last year, our final total of people that attended was 623. This year, we are on track to increase again as we have about 20% more registered now than we did at the same time last year. So we are continually growing. Wonderful. And it sounds like this year you'll be uh, allowing or, um, allowing day passes so people don't have to attend the entire conference? That is correct. We have passes for Friday day or Saturday or Sunday day only. Um, and then we also have passes if you just want to go to the Friday night concert or if you just want to go to the Equinox Ball. Those, um, and I can, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> this happens almost every year. We have people come in and they just want to try it for a day. They come in on a Friday, and then they say, oh, you know what, I had such a good, good time, I'm coming back. 
Saturday, and then they come back Sunday, and they actually paid more <laughs> than if they had just bought the weekend rate. Um, so actually, and I do want to promote, say something about that weekend rate, too. Is, um, right now we are offering a discounted pre-registration discounted rate, which will end on February 18th. So, Great, great. Okay, so... Is there anything else you'd like to add, Lori, uh, before we introduce Shane? Well, I do want to talk about our other guest here. Um, we do have quite the lineup okay. that's coming, um, and I'm just going to briefly go through the, the people that um, that are guest of honor and our special guests and featured guests that will be at Paganicon. We have three guests of honor this year. Diana Paxson is an author of fiction and nonfiction, an elder and teacher, and a leader in the heathen and pagan communities. We have Patricia Lefebvre, who is the author of two books, and she has been pagan for more than 30 years and a practicing heathen for 20 years. We have Sensista Brujo Luis, who is a Puerto Rican brujo. The English translation for that is which? as well as a medium channeler. We also have two special guests. Chris Shelton is an author, professional YouTuber, public speaker, and a former cult member turned activist. He was part of the Church of Scientology and worked at its highest level for 17 years before living, leaving in 2013, and he has been an outspoken critic ever since. And then, of course, we've got Daphne, who... Um, You'll be talking to in a little bit. She's a Cree storyteller and a medicine woman from Sweetgrass Reserve in Saskatchewan, Canada. We have two feature guests. Kari Toring is a Nordic folk musician, dancer, and storyteller, and she will be joining us. We have members from the Viking Encampment. They are an, are an entertainment troupe, and if you've ever been out at the Minnesota Renaissance, you've probably seen them there. And they focus on educating audiences on Viking history, warfare, culture, and crafts. Hmm. So we have quite the lineup. Absolutely. That just sounds great. Um, now, I do have one. I do want to talk about the, the entertainment, too, if you don't mind. I was just going to ask that. That's great. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, we also have, for Friday night concert, we have S.J. Tucker. Um, she will be headlining our Friday night concert. The Friday night concert was new to our lineup last year. In fact, S.J. Tucker was at our 2012 event, and the attendees enjoyed her so much that they asked her to, they asked for her to come back every single year. So this year, we're giving them what they want for her to come back. She's very well-loved by many witchy events here at home and abroad since 2002. She's a singer-songwriter and has been called the face of neo-tribal paganism and a surprise and delight. Now, we also have music at the Equinox Ball, typically, but the details are still being worked out, so... That announcement is pending, but stay tuned. Check our website, and uh, we'll have that announcement out shortly. Wonderful. Wonderful. Is there um, going to be food at the event, too, Lori? 
Well, there is. We always provide um, snacks and food at the hospitality room. Um, there's places to eat through all over the area. In that uh, St. Louis Park area, it's right off of 394, um, just south of there, and there's a lot of places to eat. Um, a lot of the party rooms will also provide snacks and beverages throughout the weekend. Um, there's also the Dover Restaurant right there in the hotel if you want to get a meal. So there's plenty of opportunities for food and drink. Okay. All right. And signing up, um, is that something that they would do at your website, or how would that yep. be done? Yep. And they just go to www.pecanicon.org and hit the registration tab, um, and that will take you right into signing up through Eventbrite. And uh, it's pretty it's pretty simple, pretty easy, pretty painless. Great. Wonderful. Okay. Well, how about as far as uh, people staying at the hotels? There's still going to be openings, or has that filled up? We have a block reserved where we do have a special discount, and uh, the hotel's policy is that they reserve a block for us um, until a certain date. This year, the, that block ends, I believe, on the 21st. Um, yes, it is on the 21st. So that if somebody wants to stay at the hotel, sign up with the hotel before the 21st so you get the best rate. And we do reserve quite a few rooms. In fact, we tend to pretty much fill up the whole hotel throughout the event. <laughs> so I remember yeah. that. I was there a few years ago, and it was it was really amazing how many people came to the event and how exciting it was. You also offer party rooms, I see, but it's sold out for 2018, so a word for next year um, for those interested in doing that. Well, if they want to host a party room, and party rooms are open to the public. They're located right above the atrium in the hotel, and we've got eight, nine, ten groups that are hosting party rooms this year. Um, and so they're a wonderful, as I said before, they're a wonderful place to for people to go hang out, meet other people, meet some of the other community groups and uh, some of the other groups throughout the pagan community. Uh, it provides a wonderful social space and just a place to relax and, and enjoy yourself. Wonderful. That sounds great. Is there anything else about the actual signing up for the event or things that people should know before we move on to this um, to our other guests, Lori, that you can think of? I can't think of anything right now, but if I do think of something, I'll, I'll close out with that. How does that sound? That sounds wonderful. Wonderful. And... I believe that we have some other speakers coming on um, on the show, and the next person that we'd like to talk to is Shane Orthman, who's an artist, storyteller, spiritual leader. Uh, Shane, are you with us? I'm here. Hello. Hello there. Um, let me see here. I'm just trying to... 
Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're going to be doing at the show coming up. So, you know, I was working with Lori and some of the other organizers of Big Anacon. Um, I, I have an organization called the Daughters and Sons of Ita, and um, Ita Sunir is the oldest word in English uh, for human being, and this is in the uh, heathen tradition, but it is the oldest word in English for human being, either in English, German, Danish, Swedish, Norwegian, any of the uh, Nordic languages, Germanic languages. And um, <clears throat> the organization was came to be a few years ago with some friends of mine and myself, um, and my... <laughs> My family carried on, like you know, most like any family in the Midwest. A lot of us carry on traditions from the old country. It's just uh, my family carried on uh, some, let's put it, uh, esoteric spiritual traditions, forms of meditation and prayer that go back to the pre-Christian original teachings of our people in Scandinavia. So we formed an organization, Dark and Sons of Ita, around that practice. Um, and I've been active in the Twin Cities now for a few years. And um, I think a very important part, so a very important part of this conference being fire and ice is the heathen, uh, you know, as you can tell from the guest speakers, is about heathen, heathenry and also true, which refer, of course, to the pantheon or Greek uh, traditions, Norse traditions. And... And then you know, I think something that's important about those traditions is that in the United States, um, being that we are a country of, or that many of us who live here are diasporic populations or are uh, settlers or of one type or another, that we become separated <clears throat> separated from, uh, we, some of our traditions have become separated from the earth. And something that was very important to me and important to my family was and that is understanding these traditions, the also true or heathen traditions in relationship to the earth, in relationship to nature. Um, so that's also the main focus of the Dungeon Sons of Ita's work, is connecting these, uh, you know, what you would call the Norse myths, to nature and to the natural world. Um, so, I, you know, and, and I've... Uh, And also in my work um, along that line, I've also worked a lot with uh, First Nations in Minnesota and uh, around the country. And again, working on uh, working on the, on, on the with the natural or the natural environment, and uh, also about some of the. Uh, restorative justice treaty rights issues, and also, um, you know, and also, you know, and then and, and understanding, having an understanding, a, a worldview based around uh, nature and the natural world. Mhm. Mhm. Great. Great. And then, um, let's see. So, Shane, you presented at the World Peace and Prayer Day three years, um, which is an international conference. 
of First Nation environmental and spiritual leaders. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh yes. Um, so when I was so I, I became involved um, with a with some uh, First Nation Dakota leaders here in Minnesota, and I got and I, my my involvement through that was with some of the environmental activism and work they were doing here in the Twin Cities, and and as a result of that. Um, I, I came. I, I, I got to know the Looking Horse family, and uh, Chief Orville Looking Horse is the spiritual leader of the Ochetisha Queen or of the Lakota Nakota Dakota people. And actually, over a period of quite a few years, um, I, I, I worked with them and developed a synchronistic practice between. Uh, the heathen between the traditions that my family brought from old Norway, it's also through the heathen traditions and the land-based traditions of First Nations here. And, you know, as part of that, when I was involved in the activism work, uh, at one point I was going regularly to uh, ceremonies on Prairie Island. And I was, I was there working with a spiritual leader. And I remember one day I was going down with a, a friend of uh, older Native American activists in front of my house, driving her down. And I remember one one evening after the ceremony, uh, the spiritual leader stopped me and said, "You, you do more than just drive your friend down here. We need to talk." I thought immediately I was had done something terribly wrong. Um, so I went to his house that week and sat down, and his daughter served us a traditional pheasant soup, and we ate in silence. When he was done, he pushed the plate aside and his daughter picked up the plates and he looked at me and pointed and said, you, you and your family, you do things, do things in the ceremony. And uh, I was shocked. I was shocked because, of course, he was right, but I was shocked that I never mentioned it to anyone. Because of my, uh, because of the history of, uh, well, you know, of uh, spiritualism and other, the way that, you know, that's treated in dominant society, my family had made it very clear I wanted to talk about it. So suddenly here I was being found out. An amazing moment. And then in the process of that conversation, he said, you, you need to share these teachings with your people. Your people need to understand to return back to their earth-based traditions. And that began a journey um, that ended up with me uh, going back, making a pilgrimage back to uh, some sacred sites in Scandinavia, eventually uh, going back to meet with the Asapur Felag um, in Iceland and you know making you know, and, uh, and going through this whole journey back to the, the place where the Asapur tradition is living today. And as part of that, and when I returned, and part of that work then, um, that spiritual leader who was on those ceremonies was a relative of Chief Wolver Looking Horse, and I and he uh, passed away in 2011. And I continued working with Orville and his family. And it was at that point they uh, invited me to their to come and present at at World Peace and Prayer Day. And World Peace and Prayer Day, just to say a little bit, is a very unique gathering because it's hosted by the by Chief Wolver Looking Horse and by the Lakota Nation and the Chukchi 
Uh, and wow. it's both a ceremony uh, in that they bring together uh, indigenous and spiritual leaders um, from all over uh, North, North, Central, and South America, as well as in, in the, as well as to the place where they're doing the ceremony. I mean, for example, they they held the ceremony in Japan, and they had Shinto and Buddhist monks, you know, hosting. So this involves you know both indigenous and non-indigenous uh, spiritual leaders of birth-based traditions, and then also invites um, environmental uh, scientists, professors. And as well as activists from that region or country, so it's a, it's a really a compelling event. It's every year on the like June June 17th through the 21st. It's, it's a really kind of amazing, very unique um, type of event. And um, I was very humbled and honored to be um, to be invited there to speak on the earth-based traditions of of northern northern European peoples and to speak on also true in, in the issue. And it, so I, you know, I, and I said I was one of the only, uh, I was usually one of the only cultural, cultural presenters uh, who's not, who's not a person of color. So that was also very humbling, um, mm-hmm. humbling mm-hmm. experience. So, and, um, so Shane, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Shane. You're going to be doing two, um, it looks like three talks at, at, uh, the conference coming up Friday uh, looks like at one o'clock, and Saturday at one and two forty-five. It looks like you're going to be speaking. Mhm. So, so. So yeah. So yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. We we um, I think we have a couple more speakers to go through too. Let's see. You're going to be talking about we are nature, the gods, the myths, and the runes on Friday yes. at 1, and then Saturday, Fry and Gerd, and then 245, Cree, First Nation, and Norse, First Contact. So if they would, if people would like to um, sign up for your talks, where would they, would they just go online or come to the conference and do that? Yeah, they, they go online and they the, come to the conference. And, yep, they go online and, and, and once... And I, you know, and, and then they can also look at and plan their schedule according to when the talks are scheduled. And I kind of already talked about um, one of the focus of Dark Sons of Vita's looking at the gods uh, and missing the ruins in the context of nature. And then Faye and Gerd is actually going to be an event for the little children. Uh, we do a storytelling and pageants. That's if you're bringing little ones, that'll be fun for them. And then, and then, uh, you know, I, getting back to the World Peace and Prayer Day, that's actually where I met Daffy. Um, Daphne Puyak and, and she's a, a amazing uh, a dear dear friend and a quite quite amazing storyteller amongst other things. But um, when I was working with this spiritual leader in Minnesota, this Dakota spiritual leader, he told um, I related to him a story that I had heard about the mystical nature of the Norse arrival in North America, and that this was a mystical and spiritual journey. Not as opposed to being just, um, you know, Leif Erikson and going out adventuring. It was a, it was a spiritual, and mystical journey guided by a vision. And um, when I went back to Iceland and, and spoke to them about it, they said the same the same thing. The ships would be guided by eagles or other signs. And, uh, and, and before before large or large expeditions like that would be taken up, it would be as a result of a dream or vision. And um, 
I related this story to spiritual this Dakota spiritual leader in Minnesota, and he said, there are people in Canada who know that story. And I I never knew if I'd meet one of them, and I did at, at World Peace and Prayer Day, and that's Daffy. There's a family in her village that carried that story on, and she can elaborate more on that. And um, I think mm-hmm. that's something really special that we're bringing to to the conference is looking at is looking at the the more spiritual nature of this first contact, and it's really not just it's not really just a look at the past. It's also re envisioning our relationships to each other, our relationships on the uh, to, as a settler society in First Nations, and also re envisioning our relationships to the land. Um, and, and, Absolutely. And, and weaving a, a new narrative for a new time. So with that, I'll, I'll pass it on. That's wonderful. Wonderful. And um, Robin, are you with us? Uh, yes, but I'd like uh, to give time to Daphne to speak. Um, so you can wonderful. first move on to her, if that would be yeah. all right. Daphne, are you you're with us then? Um, yep. Obviously. Um Okay, so Daffy, um, you're a you're a Cree tori- storyteller and medicine woman from Sweetgrass Reserve in Saskatchewan, Canada. Um, in your village, there is a family that has passed down the story of the Cree first contact with Norse people dating back to 900s. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing at the at the um, conference. So um, they missed a part in there. I'm actually three parts Nakota and one part Cree. Three of my grandparents were Nakota, and my one grandmother was Cree, so we got raised around both of them. I'm actually um, a traditional teacher. We have our own uh, traditional teachers that work with uh, different communities, so that's one of my jobs is to be a traditional teacher. And uh, I'm really happy about that, and I'm happy because we still have our original wave. I was actually trained, uh, started getting trained for what I'm doing today since I was five years old. Uh, and I was happy to learn about because there were so many questions when you're growing up. And the truth was, when I was a kid, when I was growing up, I was, uh, I guess I was a, a fighter. So there was a lot of really awful things that were going on in our school system, a lot of really horrible things. Like I can't even believe some of the things that they tried to brainwash uh, the Native people in in my area. There was no truth to it. So when, when I was a kid, I never accepted any of that. So there, because I didn't accept the things that were not true about my own people, I went farther than that. And I started to say, okay. Well, they're saying this and this about this culture and this people around the world. If they didn't tell the truth about my people, why should I believe what they're telling about other people? So uh, there were so many things I wanted to learn about and speak about. And I'll just go really quickly over one of the things they said. When I was a kid, I was at school and our teacher told me that the average lifespan of a Native American before the visitors arrived was 35. And this was a First Nations school. And I said, that's not true. And she said, yes, it is. She said, your people were so filthy, you were so unhealthy, and you were so dirty, you were full of germs, and nobody lived over 35. And I, and I got up. I wasn't raised uh, 
I was raised around a man, a cowboy. I was always with men my whole life. And <clears throat> excuse my language, but I got up and I told the teacher, you're full of shit. I got sent to the principal's office and I got strapped 20 times for speaking up for my own people. So I, I realized that as a child. Like, here we're sending our kids off to school. We're sending our kids to university. A lot of the things that they are teaching, yeah, they're true. Some of the things are not true. Uh, and it takes a lot of courage to be able to stand up, to stand up and say, you know what, that's not true, what you're saying and speaking about my people. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been doing that since I was a kid. So it's really um, very important that we look past what we know now. You know, look at you look at the news and you look at um, social media. This world is is almost like when you go onto social media. It's like they're really, really pushing for some sort of a racial war. And for us to really work together, we have to bring our stories out. We have to stop being afraid. We have to tell the truth. And even in our creation story, there's uh, parts in our creation story that speak about all colors of people around the world. I remember being a little girl, little girl asking my musham, musham means grandpa. Musham, I said, how do you know about people all around the world? Who told you these stories? He said, my musham told me. I said, well, who told your musham? And he said, well, his musham before. Well, who told him? He said, we knew these things from the very beginning of time. We were told these stories about the four colors of people, the four tribes that started in the four directions of the world. Each of the colors of the people were given their very own job, their duty to this, to this world, to Mother Earth and to the Creator. We accepted uh, a job for the four corners of the world. So these stories, they need to be brought up. If we want to, the people want to work together to protect and save and become once again a part of the rest of creation. We cannot hide who we are. We must stand up for our own people. So it was very plain and clear to see that there were so many lies about my people. So I looked farther and I said, okay, I'm not going to believe anything about any other culture. I'm going to go straight to their people and I'm going to ask their people. I'm going to say, tell me your creation story. Let's share. I want to learn about you. Help me. Help me to understand. I will help you to understand where I come from. So that's a little bit about me. Mm-hmm. Hello? Well, yeah. No, that sounds really like it's, I mean, it's an, it's an important thing that you're bringing up. I mean, it's, it's very important that you're making people aware of that. And um, what is the times that you'll be speaking That's a good question. Email. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's okay. We can find it. (laughs) No problem. It's on the schedule. Um, It's on the schedule. We'll find it. No worries. I can can grab that. Um, We've got about six minutes left, and I'd like to bring on our last guest, Robin Mavis, to talk a little bit about what um, she'll be talking about at the conference as well. So, uh, Robin, are you with us? Yes, I am. I'm here. Um, so I um, practice um, following the uh, Sami um, traditional ways, um, honoring the um, Sami gods and goddesses. Um, 
uh, it is part of my ancestry. Um, and um, basically it is based also in animism as well. So we believe that um, everything of the natural world um, is has has spirit is spirit and um so uh that's how we connect um to each other and to the earth and to all natural things um and so what I'll be speaking on at Beganicon is um just an introduction to um sami pre-christian um beliefs and worldview and also I'll be presenting on um, the Parliament of World Religions, which is uh, a, an international conference um, that is happening in November um, in Toronto, Canada. And I attended the 2015 uh, conference that was in Salt Lake City, um, and it's really a life-changing event. So I'll also be talking about that and why it's important um, for people of all different um, faiths and uh and wherever they're from to um, be able to come to that conference as well. Wonderful. That's great. Um, so you're going to be, do you know the times that you're going to be speaking at all? Uh, I don't know them off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I think it's it okay, is on Friday, Friday and Saturday. Schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Org schedule. On yeah. Sunday. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, Wonderful. Well, it sounds like we're going to have a great conference coming up. Uh, is there anything that we missed or we need to um, talk about? We've got about another five minutes. Um, okay, Shane, did you want to mention that what you and um, Daffy and Prudence and Robin are doing outside of Paganicon? There's a couple of I, events coming up. I, I did like to. I would like to mention that. So, Darden South of Eaton Organization, we're hosting a little event before. Paganicon, uh, for people that want to just get a taste of, of what kind of lectures and talks you're going to be hearing during the conference, that's on Tuesday, March 13th at Roosevelt Library in Minneapolis. It's also on the website Daughters and Sons of Ita, YTA, Daughters and Sons of Ita, YTA.org, and it's it's listed right there. And you know, I've, I've gotten to know Prudence Priest, who is, you know, she was part of Starhawk's kindred in the 40s and the Wicca movement, I mean, in the, in the 70s and the Wicca movement, in the 80s, 70s and 80s in the Wicca movement. She was a member of the Rune Guild with Edred Thorson, um, again, in the 70s and 80s. And it's just been, you know, really the forefront of pagan and, and uh, heathen, uh, also true revival uh, in the States for a long time. And... I was one of the, something really interesting about her work is that she now works in the. She's also speaking at Paganicon, but she also now works with. She's the U.S. ambassador for Remuba, which is the Lithuanian uh, folk tradition, a heathen revival group there. And she, she, Robin, and I are going to be having a really interesting discussion, albeit brief. Uh, the events from seven to eight, albeit brief, about Baltic traditions and folk customs and how. Um, both about the pagan revival movements in, in you know, Scandinavia uh, as well as Eastern Europe and Sami, Sami land, and also about the, just the folk customs and worldview that, that live on in those areas. Uh, and then, so, so that's, and that's free. That's a free event. 
and it, it, like I said, that can give people a taste of what they're going to hear at the conference. And then um, also af- after after the conference, Daphne and I will be speaking at the American Swedish Institute on March 25th. For people who maybe weren't able to make it or wanted to hear a bit more, we're, we're going to be speaking at 2 p.m. on March 25th at the Swedish Institute. Um, and again, and again, that's on the dot org uh, website. Okay, that's wonderful. Um, have you um, have you been to the Swedish Swedish Institute uh, before? It's a pretty interesting place. Oh, it's it's beautiful, and actually, right now, um, it's, it's profiled in their hundred and one poles exhibit. As um, they invited 101 community organizations to 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 uh, show a, a a bowl representing their organization or what they're about, so we're actually showing there right now um, as well. Wow. And I'd encourage anyone to go check that out. It's a it's a it's a the Swedish Institute's a beautiful uh, building built by like they said the well, the Swedish American community here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, that's just really wonderful. You guys are able to speak there. That's really cool. So um, let's see. We I'm looking for my next guest here. Uh, there he is. Okay, you guys, thank you so much. Let's let's do a quick recap on uh, Lori. I don't know if you're still here or or I'm who wants here. to go through and just kind of yep, just give the basic information about those people who may or may not know about Paganicon and would like to attend. Um, just real quick, go through some of the. Um, procedures, where to go to sign up, that kind of thing. Yep, go to www.bacanicon.org. That's where you're going to find all the information about who is appearing at the conference. You're going to find your schedule information. You're going to find out how to register. You're going to find links to book a hotel room. Everything will be on that website. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. The other thing I would recommend is that if you're on our website, there is a place to sign up on our email list. We send out a newsletter every now and then um, with a wealth of information for anybody who is interested in our events. I highly recommend the newsletter for all the up-to-date information. That's great. Well, thank you all for coming on. I really appreciate it. and. It was great talking with all of you, and have a wonderful conference, and I hope to meet you there. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. So my next guest today is going to be the producer of the Twin Cities Psychic Symposium along with Uh, other shows that uh, they produce throughout the Twin Cities. Um, I'd like to bring on the producer and owner of the Edge Life Expos and Events, Gary Beckman. Welcome, Gary. Hi, Kat. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, and how are you this fine day? Well, the the icicles are melting, so I'm happy. That means we have (laughs) warm weather and it's looking good. Thanks a lot, Kathy. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. And I'd just like to uh, check one thing or mention before I would forget, 
Remember, you can see the the Edge Life magazine personnel at our upcoming event, right, Kathy? Absolutely. We are going to be there. Um, we will, as usual, be handing out our magazines. We're going to have the plenty of the February magazine, and we're also going to have, hopefully, the new March at magazine in our hands at that time. Uh, people so we're, have called we're me hoping and asked, we can get the printing. People have called me and asked, will you give them your autograph? <laughs> Absolutely. We will That's be right. there for autographs. That's right. You put it right across and, that uh, be worth money. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. ask, and we'll I'll, be, I'll. We'll be selling our CDs as well, Gary. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's what talk a little like bit about. A... Yeah, let's talk a little bit about and what you have coming up. And as as most of you okay. know who are listening our, and may not our, know, our Gary has produced, he has produced expos in his. What time? Uh, 2001 was your first expo. So this is 2018, still going strong, and you have the Twin Cities Psychic Symposium coming up. So give us a little bit yeah. of information on that, Gary. I will. Uh, let me give it them uh, linearly. Our first event of this year, 2018, is February 24th. Uh, the Minneapolis Psychic and Healing Symposium. I'll, add a, uh, I'll note something on that one. That is one of our most uh, attended one for one day that, I, that I've ever seen in the Upper Midwest when it's dealing with holistic living, uh, metaphysics, uh, healing, that type of thing. It's just a, one reason is the, person, the speakers we have, but they're fantastic uh, exhibitors, they make the show their heart and speakers, as I mentioned. Then on April 21 and 22, we're at Fargo Holistic Expo. We're going on 13 years up there. Really a great show. Nice, nice, nice place downtown, the Fargo uh, Arena. Okay, and uh, next one is this we tried uh, last year, and it really worked well, August 4th at Maple Grove uh, Community Center. That's exciting. And then we wrap it up on November 3rd and 4th uh, at the, for the Minneapolis Holistic Expo. Really fantastic. Free classes and all that. So, Kathy, I'll, who are, are people of note that I know you will enjoy? Uh, Christine Day is there. She's, she's a speaker. Uh, Jerima Silva is there. And Allison James. Now, I have priced everything extremely favorable, and you'll have something called the gold card where you save quite a bit of money. But Christine will, uh, really what's happened energetically on the planet. And uh, Jerima is speaking on managing negativity. And that's a, during these times that it's happening, it's probably one of the best uh, suggestions I've, I've ever come across. But she does a good job with that. And then uh, psychic medium Allison James will hold a psychic gallery. Uh, so it's a nice lineup. And the big thing, there are, I think it's 85 exhibitors. And it's a great cross-section. Uh, our booth is there, so you can stop and meet us right after you walk in. We're on the left-hand side. Kathy, questions, please. 
Yes, yes. Well, absolutely. So it's going to be held, I see, again, once again at the Earl Brown Center in Brooklyn Center, our Earl Brown Heritage Center, which is a wonderful location. If I remember right, there's free parking and plenty of it. Yep. So it's yep. easy access from 694, Highway 100, so pretty much wherever you're coming from, yep. you're going to be able to find it. Um, and, yeah. And thank you, Kathy, for reminding me of that. One thing about holding a Daryl Brown, ladies, 75% of our audience are, are female. They like a safe place. They don't like to pay for the parking. And, uh, well, I have all told, talked with the people over there. They do offer vegan, not vegan, vegetarian meals which is unheard of in a place, and it's good. they got the greatest vegetarian chili around, don't they, Kathy? Yeah, they do, as a matter of fact. I had some last time we were there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. So that works. You don't have to leave the premises if you do not. You just stay there your afternoon. You have the chairs. Uh, and the other thing, which excites me and why I started all these, is that you have an opportunity to see or meet the people that you've heard about, you've read their stories, you've seen, uh, uh, you've seen them live, or you've seen them on the internet. But you can check their websites also: is uh, Dreama Silva, Allison James, Christine Day. Here's the big deal: go to www.edgelife.net, and when you get uh, on the on that page, it's going to have a top of it choices. You, if you would pick the uh, Edge Life Psychic and Healing Symposium, click on that, and then what will pop up are the various events coming up. In this case, you can uh, punch any of those, but on this one, you can just tap on Psychic and Healing Symposium. We have everything up there. Plus, the tickets are available. You save from 20 to 35%. So it's really a bargain on there. This is a good time to get it as we close. Uh, I think we close that online because so we can get everything ready for you. Uh, on February, I think, 21st at 6 p.m. So you got a lot of time. Yep. And look out for the notes on free tickets, if you will. And then yep. you give me a call. Okay, Kathy. Gary, one of the things that one of the things that I find that's very valuable about the Edge Life Expos and events is that we've been doing the Edge magazine for a long time, and you did it for a lot longer than us. You started the magazine in 1992. Amazing, you're right? right. Yeah, and, it was born. Yeah, and one, but yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. The magazine. The magazine is very valuable as far as getting those practitioners out there in front of the people. Um, in 2001, you had a, a, a genius idea because basically what that did was it took the magazine live. So like you said a little bit earlier, you may have seen these people in the Edge magazine for many years. Now you get an opportunity to get out and interact with them, meet them, see them in person, create that relationship. And it's 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 just it's a valuable resource for Thank practitioners you, and for yeah, and for people that are actually getting the readings and the healings done to actually 
be in touch with these people before they know what they're about, you know, before they call them in the magazine. So you're, you're right. Thank you. It's you great... recapsulated that. Thank you. But yeah, that, it was a natural evolution to go to that, and uh, it was a tough decision. But that's not the point. Point that worked, and we're there for them. This is we have one of the finest spiritual, metaphysical. Holistic communities in the USA. Remember, we are not a five million. We are. We are. Uh, I don't know what. What are we? What are we considered? We are not New York or we are not LA, but per capita, we are up at the top of that. So I, that makes us happy and you happy, and we really appreciate your uh, attending our events and reading Kathy and Jimmy John's. A magazine, right, Kathy? Absolutely. You know, and I think everything works together, and I think this community uh, that we have through the edge has been long running. I think there's new people coming in all the time, and I think it's just a really wonderful way to go get out there, network in person. I know a lot of people that, um, especially the advertisers and a lot of the practitioners for the edge, they work out of their homes. So it's a great opportunity to get out there and actually meet a lot of people at once with all of a lot of the same interests, which is kind of hard to find in the mainstream world. So it sounds like you have a really good uh, speaker lineup, Gary. Um, Christine Day, who is always good, and she's always got some really interesting information from the Palladians, uh, and also Jerima Silva, who's She's really a well-known um, psychic medium who reads at your shows, um, who has a really good, wonderful reputation, and Allison James, who's been around for a long time as a medium. Um, so I think you have a great lineup. And so let, tell me a little bit. So people could just go to the website, www.edgelife.net, yep, and then they can order their tickets there. Uh, yeah, when they get on that site, you click on, again, the Psychic and Helium Symposium, and you put your cursor up there, menu drops down, it says tickets, hit tickets, everything is ready for you to go. It's really quite simple. If there's a problem, Kathy, uh, you can call me at 763-427-7979, and that's my office, and I can answer the questions and ask you things, so... I think now, that – go ahead. I have a question for you, Gary. Um, if someone buys a ticket to one or more of the speakers, is there admission into the expo with the vendors That's, included? Yes. You, you buy one for either, like any, any of the three speakers, you're given a wristband to get into the expo exhibit to see the – uh, 90 or so exhibitors. Yes, yes, yes. I, I try. And you are and not, and you're not required to see the speakers. You can just come and visit the vendors as well, right? That's exactly right. And you can buy those. You buy one speaker ticket. You, you're in at everything we're offering. So there, that's probably the easiest way to get into that. But. Uh, this one always excites me. I describe this, this is our step into the spring. A lot of the people that 
are are at home. They, they don't get out much in the winter because of the weather. So when they start to move out, they meet, they uh, re-meet or meet some of the friends that they met in past years or become friends with. And it's really a uh, it's really a, a meeting point for people of like mind. And that's this, they're happy. They come down. They get a room. Which, uh, there's a uh, family of sisters and mother from Fargo. They came come down to this event. Get a room over at the uh, at the hotel where I've gotten very special pricing at. And it's about five minutes away from uh, the Earl Brown Center. And what is the name of that place, Kathy? Is you know what? Go to our website. Um, I believe. Yeah, it Double is Street. the Crown Plaza, Gary, or the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel. Is yeah, what and it is. that's right across. It's, it's on the north side of 94, 494. You see a big sign with them. Or easiest again, go and to our a, website, edgelife.net, or call me. Yep. And we also have a few booths left to sell. And you can feel free oh. to call me on that. It's uh, 763-427-7979. I almost forgot that. But, uh, not oh, a, absolutely. Just, just a few. And first-timers, first-time exhibitors, I can take, we have a special policy to discount them on that. If you're a first-timer, we want you to see how effective and efficient this is. Okay? This This particular expo, Gary, has been so well received for the years that you've done it. I don't remember a time that it wasn't wall to wall with attendees. Yep. I think it's a I think it's your pop, more more popular shows. For people who want a reading, don't want to commit to an hour, they can come in and try out different readers. They're they're offering special prices um for shorter amounts of time, which is a great way to get to know a reader um without a lot of risk. Uh, financial risk um, so yeah I mean it's so this is going to be uh, Saturday February 24th right that's coming right up couple weeks it starts at 930 yep. to 6 p.m. and it's a one-day right. show so there's going to be a lot of fun packed into one day um, that's right so more information, go to edgelife.net slash psychic symposium. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we go, Gary? Yeah, I'd like to thank you and Timothy and, and the Edge magazine and other magazines, the wellness magazine on this to help this work. The mention that you all make, plus the secret to this whole event are our attendees, our exhibitors. One's the heart, the other's the soul. It's a great right. time and at a very, very inexpensive pricing. So, absolutely. And, and don't forget uh, the next show. The next show coming up, April twenty-first and twenty-second in Fargo. Uh, the Edge has a wonderful following up in Fargo. Um, that's another show that's really well attended. So, if you're up in that area and you're a practitioner and you want to sign up for a booth, call Gary. Uh, if you want to um, go to the show, just go to the website and you can sign up there. So that's correct. 
All right, Gary, thank you so much once again for coming on. It's always good to talk with you, and we'll be seeing you soon at the show. Thank you. We'll see you. see you all there. Come up and say hello. If I've got a buck and a half in my pocket, I'll buy you a cup of coffee or a Coca-Cola. <laughs> One. No Sounds sugar. Great. Thank you. I'll I love hold you, you all. It, Gary. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, and thanks for listening to Edge Talk Radio. You can find us here every month uh, talking about the upcoming happenings in the Twin Cities. Um, you can also get a hold of the Edge Magazine, www.edgemagazine.net, or call me. I'm Kathy uh, with the Edge, 763-433-9291. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.